It's been a minute. It's been a while. You be rocking, man. It's been like two weeks off. I know, man. Feel like eternity. Yeah, very I, long time. I ain't seen you in a month and seven Sundays, <laughs> as they say down south. As they say, <laughs> or you been you've been busy. I know I've been I've been uh you know traveling, running yeah. around like a chicken with my head cut off, mm-hmm, doing uh, things. Yeah, yeah, life is good. You know, mm-hmm. super busy. Uh, like I was saying, I I'm so busy that. I was I went from Florida for a week. Only had one day back here from mm-hmm. with the organ. And during that day, I had so much shit to do. I went and picked up the records, dropped them off at the crib, didn't open none of them, uh-huh. and was just pushing. And today, you yeah. know, almost a week later, I'm just now opening the records. Like, oh shit, yeah, oh yeah, I do have an album coming out. Yeah, it's sitting in my living room. Straight up forgot. Walked into my living room, saw 500 records, and like, oh snap, <laughs> this is real. Yeah, it's gonna get very real now. <laughs> It's very real. Now I have to move these motherfuckers, man. It's like, okay. Yeah. You got them. Now get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but now it's good, man. Florida was dope. I think I shot some classics. Yeah. The the uh, the pictures look pretty, pretty uh, fun. Bro. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, man. This shit is going to be the dopest shit. <laughs> nice. It's going to be so dope, man. The shit we did for Set It Off, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This is... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to let the cats out the bag too right, soon, right? But that shit is gonna be flames. Yeah, everything came together. Everything at the last moment. Uh, it was like shit that wasn't supposed to come together that we was worried about. Just little tiny details, like yo, we need a pit bull, right? You know, there's no pit bull. Yeah. Then by the time I get there, we got a pit bull. Yeah. And the pit bull was like barking behind me, like on some super rap cliche video shit. <laughs> That's dope. You know what's going off, man? Big ass pit bull. Uh, and uh, she was just dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was just fucking dope. Like the location, it was a lot of work. I don't want to lie. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, people need to know that, like, to shoot these two videos, I drove from Columbus to Orlando, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and back. So that's like 17, 18 hour drive. Yeah. You know, by myself. Yeah. And then when I got there, I got there two days early, and we had to clean out the warehouse we were shooting at. Oh. So just me and the director. Oh. And you know what I'm saying? That so sounds like a lot. No, uh, no power, no water. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So we was up in there cleaning that joint while the sun was up because it was oh, a little bit of light coming. So it's Florida. Windows. So y'all in there burning up, sweating like crazy. Probably lost Bruh. eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Price sweated eight pounds the, off the dust in there. The, uh, just that, it was just crazy. Like we had to break down shit because the building, the city don't didn't let nobody use the city. Don't want nobody in there. Mm-hmm. So the only time we could have shot was on the weekend because the city ain't on patrol in. Uh, so we had to clean it out during the days, the weekdays, and then when no one's there, then weekend we shot. Mm-hmm. And then by then we had like. Uh, generators right. and shit to, to 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 power all the shit. But man, it was that shit was uh, it was fucking dope. Yeah. It was really dope just to see it all come together and that everything that I had in my head and then to see how various the director kind of took it and and took the, his thing with it and added on and then we just kept adding on. Everybody who was in it kind of added on. Yeah, and it just ended up being this dope, dope thing. Yeah, like it's some shit where I'm like, yo, this might be the dopest video I've ever been a part of. That's fresh. You know, for when it drops, uh, I, I'm just excited about that shit. And then we, and since I was there, you know, that whole week, we shot the second video the following morning. Okay. So, like, we shot that video. We didn't get out of there till like, Saturday night at, like, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. And then my guy, Swam, it was his birthday. 
Okay. So Swanberger's birthday party was that night. So oh. he was like, "Yo, I got a dip." He went straight from the video shoot to the to the to the club, right? <laughs> wow, <laughs> same clothes, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll meet you there," you know. So we went over there, kicked it with him, you know. Lost my voice singing along the Slum Village. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, just wilding out on the dance floor, just having fun. It was like some old Bernie shit. It was mm-hmm. like that. You know, mm-hmm. they was playing classic shit. And then uh, I had to get up. I got out of there about 1.32. Mm-hmm. Had to, the next video shoot the next day started at 10.30. Ah, uh, so you ain't, yeah. Yeah. No chilling. Yeah. At least you wasn't drunk. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or it would have been all bad. Yeah, that was very important. Because Swam don't drink either. That's right. the reason he can do that shit. Yeah, yeah, neither of us drink. So it's like, yeah, the old me. Yeah. Oh, it would have been all oh, bad, dog. I would have been hurting. Yeah, well, painful. You know, you know what? The old me wouldn't even have scheduled that shit like that. Right. Nah, you would have been like, uh, can we meet up around one? Right. Y'all know I drink, right? <laughs> one, two p.m. Yeah, you know I ain't about to wake up at no 11 o'clock, <laughs> 9 o'clock just to shoot no damn video. Right. I'll be drinking till five. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? That's that's old me. New me is like, oh, eleven, cool. I'll be there. Word. Yeah, I'll be there early. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we did that. That was uh, Sunday. That shoot went super dope. It was just like I invited just the exact amount of motherfuckers, man. It was no extra people there. Mm-hmm. Some cats came last minute. Pretty much everybody got to be in it except uh, one of my homegirls. She didn't come until like we were three quarters or halfway through. Okay. And we had switched the order of some things, so she missed out on that. But everybody got to be in it. The cat who played the main character and that shit, he just murdered it. Mm-hmm. It's on some funny shit, yeah. but he fucking murdered it. Like, That's for pump faking, right? Yeah, for pump faking. Yeah. That shit is going to be hilarious. Okay. Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's funny when everybody there is laughing when you're shooting this shit. Yeah, yeah. That's when you you know it's going to be fucking funny when it's edited. Yeah. Yeah, he was so good, man. So that, then Monday we shot pickup scenes from the first one. All the scenes we missed mm-hmm. from the first, from Friday, we shot those Monday mm-hmm. and Saturday. So it was like, did that. Then I left 6 a.m. Tuesday mm-hmm. back for Columbus. Got back to Columbus at 1 a.m. in the morning. Uh, woke up, got all my shit together to go to Oregon because I was flying there. The next day, did that. Got to Oregon Thursday and uh, played Friday. Flew back here, left at like 12 o'clock or 11. No, they picked me up at 9 o'clock flying back from Oregon. And then I didn't get back home till 1.30 in the morning. Wow. Hey, it's work, man. <laughs> The rap life, man. You got a job. It's yeah, a, yeah, it's you, a job. It is a job. It's I'm work. sharing this. People need to hear this. Yeah, man. It's, it's fun work, but it's work. People think that we just be chilling, bro. Yeah, just maxing, relaxing, yeah. doing music, and you know, nah. we doing things, man. Things are getting done. Things have to happen. Yeah. So yeah, man. The rap life's been good, man. But you know, I, I miss the podcast. Yeah, man. It's it's been you know it's been it hasn't been the same. I think the people missed us. I'm sure the streets are thirsty. Yes, we've been starving the block. <laughs> Unintentionally. Unintentionally. We didn't mean to starve, y'all. Yeah. We didn't mean to. The first week, I was ready. You wasn't ready. Right, right. And then I was gone. Yeah, then he was out. Because really, the first week, I was like, yo, can we do it on Monday? And I hear from you. Then I heard from you. He's like, yo, my back or whatever. Is it your back? Or- <laughs> yeah, I heard my, man, I I was, I lifted some, didn't lift with my legs. Are oh, you back in the gym now? Yeah. Trying to get swole? Yeah, trying to, you know what I'm saying? Eat right. <laughs> I've lost, I've lost almost 12 pounds. That's what's up. You know, I was going to say something, but I didn't want to say now. I was like, yo, he looking a little thinner. Am I but I was like, down? let's see, you got on the, on the smooth cardigan joint. So yeah. I was like, is it the Maybe cardigan? Maybe it's the clothes. Yeah. yeah, that's making him look lean. Cause you know, cardigan making yeah. you look lean. Yeah. But nah, it's you. Yeah, man. I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been eating better. I've been working out. Yeah. 
you know, trying to get right. Trying to, man. Trying to get right, man. That's what I'm talking about. You keeping it lean? Yeah, keeping it lean. <laughs> keeping it lean. <laughs> yeah, that's straight, man. I done lost fucking like six pounds since I got braces. <laughs> Cause you can't eat shit. Yeah, I can't eat half the shit. I want to eat. I don't, it's not voluntarily. It's just happened. Circumstance. Right. I was looking at the scale like, God damn, these pounds are dropping off. I'm getting lean like a motherfucker, man. It's going down. Yeah, it's literally going down. Like, I didn't know that was a side effect, but yeah, yeah. it stabilized. But mm. it's like, damn, that shit just fell the fuck off. Yeah. But yeah, you doing it on purpose. So, yeah, you I'm, know. I'm putting the work in. Props to, to you. Props to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this week, man. We are back. Yes. The most infamous. The most infamous. Podcast on planet Earth. Yeah. You know, sharing jewels and, and tidbits and lessons and, and all the things that we have learned uh, with, with our fans and our listeners, man. Because, you know, somebody got to do it. Somebody. Ain't nobody else doing it. Nobody want to do this shit. Hey. Mm. We'll do the heavy lifting, man. So this week, we want to talk about a topic that popped in our heads a couple days ago. And this is the name of this week's topic is how to be a better fan. Mm. This goes for everybody, because mm-hmm. even I have problems sometimes. Yes, I do. Being a fan. As an artist, sometimes we forget how to be fans. Dead ass, man. Yeah, straight up. You know, so like, we want to do an episode talking about a lot of little things that you can do mm-hmm. that help artists that go a long way that you may not have ever even fucking thought about. Yeah. And a lot of artists don't talk about these things sometimes because they don't want to feel like they beating you in the head right. or trying to make you feel guilty right. about, oh, it was me, buy my shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Being thirsty. Yeah, being thirsty. You don't want to be thirsty or the needy artist. We right. don't want to be that. But we do want to share these things because these are things that most fans have never thought about. And we're going to share what they are, but then we're going to go into why they are important yes. and why they are so important, why they get so much mileage. Mm-hmm. Um, out of these things and and they are actually make a, a good fan a great fan yes definitely you know because we all want to be better fans because right. we want better music right or whatever the fuck it is we're into so this episode is called how to be a better fan and we'll be right back yep. we got you stuck off the realness the most infamous you heard of us official podcast murderers the show comes equipped with few points to share grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow so go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode you're not alone in this world cousin so we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to they spread gossip but they never come close to i can hear it inside their tone they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free huh. so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you you are now listening to super duty tough work with your host blueprint raw and uncut adult conversations no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping and praying. Yeah, man, we praying for you, brother. We are praying for a Logic's hard drive, pour out a little liquor. Because <laughs> I know how these situations usually end. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're gonna lose something. It's Dark. Just, yeah, it's not great. But you can, you know what? I was on a streak of recovering shit prior to this last one, mm-hmm. which is why I was so confident going to that one. Mm. I had like two crashes and I got like almost everything back. Yeah. See, this is my first crash, so you know I'm feeling it. 
May the may the crash gods be with you, brother. <laughs> yeah, may they yeah, please they with you, man. Please. All right, man. The most infamous podcast back in the place. Super duty, tough work. Doing God's work, man, as usual. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week we're talking about how to be a better fan. Word. And this what this is number one reason. Um, this is something that I experienced actually a lot the last week or two. Yeah. And this is a way to be a better fan. It, number one is by joining the events or RSVPing on the Facebook events. Yes. If you follow an artist and they post an event that's going on in your city that they are a part of, RSVP for the event. Mm-hmm. That means go into the event and select going or interested. Right. Don't just look at it. And say, oh, I'll remember later. <laughs> right, because you won't. Right, you won't. There's a reason they created this shit because people don't remember. That's yeah. one reason. But you can't just look at the shit and not RSVP. Right. The reason that this stuck out to me as a way people could be a better fan is because last week I started posting tour dates. Right. There's people every day who see the tour dates like, oh, you got one for Denver. Or there would be some that I might have just posted. Let's say it was Iowa or whatever. Right. Let's say I post the Iowa thing. Someone comments, oh, I see the Iowa date. I'll see you there. I click on the event. I don't see zero people interested, right. zero people going. <laughs> right. But you're going to see me there. Yeah. How you going to see me there, bro? Right. You're not going to be there. Right. I'm going to be there. Right. You're not. You have not even made note of this shit. Now, maybe these people have put it in their Google calendar or something else. But the reason that this is important is because of this. Facebook has algorithms Mm -hmm. that reward participation. Yes. And they punish the lack of participation. Yep. So the more people that accept it, the more people that will see it. Come on. And the less people that accept it or say they're going, the less people that are see it. They yes. punish you for not getting people to RSVP for your event. Right. So I tell people, even if you're not going, say you are. Yeah. Because when you say, look, if, if you're my friend, right? Mm-hmm. If I get on Facebook right now, well, let's say you RSVP to a show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get something that says Elogic is going to an event that's near you. Right. Yep. It won't tell me what the event is. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder what that event is. Right. Because if he's going. I might want to go. Yeah. <laughs> it must be dope. Right, right. Right there, Facebook is rewarding you and the artist for participating, for being a better fan by saying, you know what? It doesn't matter whether you go or not. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't go, RSVP to that event yes please do like i got i'm performing at record store day this saturday see uh and i just had somebody a couple weeks ago before this was made public ask me when the next time you you performing in columbus yeah i'm like i'm performing at record store day when there's an event you know i'll, I'll send it to you yeah send them the event no no nothing no rsvp no rsvp they saw it come on they saw it they're not being a good fan yeah come on they could be a better fan. you you specifically asked me you specifically asked me Right. When the next time I'm performing, I send you something to let you know, and you're not letting me know that you're coming. Right. This is not cool. It's not. And and let's let's talk about another uh, consequence of what, what happens when people don't. 
venues, promoters, mm-hmm. what have you, are looking at these pages yes. as proof of your relevance, right. draw, popularity, what Their investment. You. Yeah, their investment <laughs> in you, especially because many instances, people are paying you to be there right. as an artist. It may be nothing, or you may go there with no guarantee that's based on the number of people that come through the door. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you one thing, the less people that are RSVP for that event, the less excited that venue is to have you and the worse they will treat the artist in terms of their priority. That is so true. So when you see an event page and it's got 50, 100, 150 people RSVP'd, even if 150 people don't come out, that makes the venue excited. Right. They're thinking, oh man, people are coming out tonight. Let me make sure I got enough bar staff. Right. Let me make sure I treat this artist right. Let me make sure that they get their sound check good because there's going to be people here right. and I want this to be a good event for everybody. Right. Now think about that in comparison with the artist who has zero people interested, <laughs> zero people going. Or no Facebook event at all. <laughs> right, right. You don't, no respect. No fucking respect for you, dog. They ain't even looking at you, They ain't even dog. looking at you. You ain't even had the balls to create the Facebook event. <laughs> you couldn't get one motherfucker to RSVP. Nah. You see, and this is the thing that people got to know. It's not, I'm not asking you to RSVP for my fucking ego. Right. It's not for my ego. I don't give a fuck about it in terms of, oh, man, people don't like me. <laughs> I care. <laughs> Or oh, they hating. They hating on the brother. <laughs> Stop hating. It ain't even like that. Right. I care because I know that eyes are on this and artists are judged harshly mm-hmm. when these things do not show any social proof. Right. By You're penalized by Facebook. You're penalized by promoters. You're penalized by venues. Mm-hmm. So fans, if you want to be a better fan, Please, 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 when you see the event page on Facebook, even Mm -hmm. if you don't use Facebook, Mm -hmm. even if you can't go, even if you ain't that big of a fucking fan, if you saw that and that's an artist that you kind of like, just say you're going. Just to help them out. Help them out. Just to help them out. It costs you nothing. Right. It costs you not a goddamn thing. So. Just be, just do it, dog. Yeah, uh, just this, do it. This one gets me emotional because this is very, <laughs> this is happening right now. It, I'm sure it is. All over my Facebook, there are people who are not RSVPing for event pages that I just created. Yeah. Okay, I saw it, and then they just disappear into the never. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Into nothingness. Just they just disappear over the horizon, never to be seen again. And then to complain in three months that I never come to their city. Yeah, but they didn't like like twelve cat videos. Come on, man! <laughs> All these liking, they done gave the super like, and they out there with the extra happy face, and crazy emojis on that shit. You can't get a motherfucker. It's harder to get a motherfucker to press going <laughs> than anything. That is the hardest shit. Right. Like, yo, can you just press going? Yeah. Yeah. And please do not press not going. Oh, yeah, that's not cool. No, because that makes it worse. Yes. There are algorithms for that as well. You know what I really, really bothers me? My, my, my guy Swan put me on to this one. He said, what pisses me off is the people who ain't going to your event but got a comment and say, <laughs> I ain't going. Right. In a discussion area. Right, right, right. I don't care if you can't make it. Right. Just say you going, dog. <laughs> Just help me out. Come on, man. At least give me that much. You're not coming to the show. At least give me a going. At least do that. Just say going. Right. Even if you can't. I'm not taking attendance. This is not high school. (laughs) I'm not your teacher. It's not prison. You ain't got to check in with me. I'm not your parole officer, dog. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can go anywhere you want to go. Yes. You ain't got to go. Just say you're going, though. Help a motherfucker out. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Are you all right? No. You get that off your chest? <laughs> Not yet. I can still, <laughs> I still have more bars for this. This really gets me emotional. This shit gets under my skin. Uh, so if you're listening to this, you're a fan, and you have an RSVP, you should be feeling guilty as fuck right now. Right. Guilty enough to get on my Facebook page and RSVP, dog. Yeah, just going. You know how hard it is to book these shows, and, and these are cities that sometimes these promoters, they don't know. Right. They're taking a chance on Blueprint, on a Logic, or whoever, and if you don't show them that there's at least interest, they may never book the shit there again. Yes. So just fucking do it, man, and just and know that it goes a long way, and it makes you a much better fan than anyone who doesn't. And it doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> it's free. Come on, man. A couple, a second. Yeah, it's not like we charge you $10 to say going. Yeah. Oh, you going? Give me a 10 then. <laughs> Come up off that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your PayPal? Like, we don't, <laughs> we don't demand your PayPal when you select going. Right. You just select going, dog. Even if you can't, who cares? Okay, so that's number one. <laughs> man, we're never going to make it to the, right. this list. If I keep going off like that, I got to. I gotta temper myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta slow down a little bit. I'm a fucking heart attack over here. Okay, number two reason or way to be a better fan, which is similar to the first one, goes hand in hand. Goes hand in hand, but it is to buy tickets in advance. Yes. Now. For the same reasons that we're talking about above with how Facebook rewards those who have the participation and the engagement and it penalizes those who don't, the same thing applies to buying tickets in advance. Yes. Even if you know the show ain't going to sell out, even if you know that you may or may not be able to go, mm -hmm. if you want to be a better fan, not a good fan, a right. better fan, a great fan, a great fan buy a ticket in advance yeah. because buying a ticket in advance does one very important thing and that is it lets the venue know that people like this motherfucker yeah people are coming to this show that it was worth their fucking time and energy to bring in a doorman a sound man mm -hmm. bartenders yeah. a bar manager all these people who gotta work at the venue that night if you there are no advance tickets that venue may do one of two things one they may bump your show mm -hmm. you know they may change your time yeah. you know what i mean like oh your show was seven to ten we're gonna oh, your show was eight to eleven we're gonna move you early let's All get right. you out of way six to eight o'clock <laughs> right. you know or or they may just bump your show altogether. Yes. drop your show we know people who have been on tour with and they've been getting big ass guarantees mm -hmm. and then the, the the venue looked at like what they were guaranteeing these acts they're like oh <laughs> we're paying you thousands of dollars oh you've done one pre-sale ticket <laughs> hmm this looks like a loss well, let me rethink this yeah let me rethink this okay i'm done thinking let's cancel that show yeah then they cancel the show when that artist is stuck yeah. in that city making no money even if the let's say that artist would have played that show, it may be 15, 20, 30 people that came out right. at $10 a head. That would have got them way closer to whatever that guarantee was than nothing. Right. Now you have absolutely nothing because they looked at the lack of advanced ticket sales and decided that your show was going to flop before they even gave it a chance. Yes. This can happen at any point. This could happen a month out. Mm -hmm. This could happen three weeks out. Yeah. This could happen like you never the night before the show. Yeah, definitely. Venues can. can do this. They can say, you know what? We looked at your pre-sales for tomorrow and 
Nah, we're just going to cancel you and hire a DJ. Yeah, and even if they have a contract with you, it might cost them less. Yes, to cancel, <laughs> to cancel, than to throw the show. Right, than to throw the show. Fans got to understand this. Like, when you have the ability to buy tickets in advance, if you want to go the extra mile to support that artist, please do it. Yes. Because a lot of times, that advanced ticket sales can be the difference between the show happening and not happening Mm -hmm. it's not that they have to sell out the show or that they even have to sell out all the advanced tickets they just have to see some movement they have to see that people are interested right right because most artists have more walk up than advanced typically so they'll say okay let's say you're playing in a hundred capacity room Mm -hmm. if you do 20 pre-sales yeah and then they know okay well there probably will be 20 30 walk-ups yeah so that's half capacity that's pretty good yeah Yeah, let's go ahead with it but if you got a hundred cap room and you got zero Mm pre-sales and they gave you a friday or a saturday night that they could have had uh, they could have had a a mindless dj with the laptop you know what i'm saying (laughs) dj laptop in there more people in there for 50 bucks right and they losing money to they'll cancel your shit Mm -hmm. and so you know buying tickets in advance i'm not saying you have to do it but when you have the opportunity understand it's important it definitely definitely helps and especially in today's society because a lot of y'all which we'll get to but a lot of y'all streaming yes a lot of y'all pirating yes not really buying the music Mm-hmm. Just pay the ten. I mean, and, and if it's one of us, it's gonna be ten, fifteen, maybe twenty bucks, depending on where you max, are. max twenty. Bucks. I don't think I've ever had a twenty dollar ticket. I don't either. Just for me, I think thirteen. Yeah, like twelve in L. A. or New York. Yeah, fifteen max. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I, and I, I want to give a good example of this where this actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, when I did my King No Crown screening in Columbus uh, this last fall, right? Mm-hmm. That was the last one, in November, and so. It was doing it actually. So maybe like the week before, it was like a hundred fifty cap theater, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the week before, we had probably had about thirty presales. Yeah. Uh, the week prior to the screening, then the week other screening, we went from like thirty to like seventy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like probably half of those was like the night before people were getting the presales. Yeah. I can see. I can tell you straight up how that made the, the venue feel about screening my oh, film. Yeah. They, they loved me. It was a win. Yeah, on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And plus, so if we pre-sold 70 tickets mm-hmm. and then we walked up another 40 or 50 yeah. and 150 cap rooms, it was packed in there. Yeah, there was a lot of people. A lot of people in there. So that, that that is very important and it goes a long way in proving that this thing that we do is important and should be booked in these nicer rooms. And having your your favorite artists or cats that you like come back to your city. Yes. Because if you don't go to the, if you don't, if they don't see any movement when they do shows, they will not bring them back. They won't be in a rush to. That's a fact. Or it'll be in a a worse venue. Yep. You know, a smaller venue. That you probably that you, don't like. Yeah, you that you go. probably don't like. And then you really won't want to go. Mm-hmm. So like, just buy the damn ticket. Yeah. And there were people for that King No Crown screening that told me like, yo, I, I can't make your screening, but I bought tickets just because I yeah. wanted to support. Yeah. You see? That's the kind of shit. That's being a great fan. Yeah. That that person took it the extra mile to be, uh, they knew that, look, man, this is a real official thing. I might have been to make, let me just cop some tickets mm-hmm. so my man gets his pre-sales on. And yeah. then that shit is very important, man. It yeah. goes a long way, man. So that's uh, number two. Yeah. Okay, we'll do number three. All right. And this one is something that actually we're doing right now. Yeah. The third way to be a better fan is when given the opportunity, 
pre-order an album. I love pre-order time. It's the shit. It is the shit because it really shows like, yo, people want to hear me rap. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows you who. Right. Because out of all the people talking about your dope. Right. A lot of them don't pre-order. Right. They don't support like that. Right. So pre-ordering is important for a lot of reasons. And one is that obviously makes us feel good. Right. Right. Know? Right. But outside of that, it's important because number one, when you're dealing with distributors, mm-hmm. when you're dealing with stores, mm-hmm. when you're dealing with uh, 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 anything, publicists, people want proof that there's demand for this thing. Right. And so when you have pre-orders, it proves to distributors like, oh, wait, he sold this many on his own. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, this is doing selling things on your own ahead of time proves to everyone that that shit is viable. Right. And they don't have to see it in stores to know that if you got packages hundreds of packages going out to people right. that directly that this is something that maybe they should rock with yeah and, and that's something that a lot of it people don't understand the people who pre-order the album are actually the people who help make the album the most successful exactly because they help fund the shit it's kind of yeah. like the seed money for anything comes from the early adopters mm-hmm. and the people who pre-order your project are the early adopters yeah and so i tell people man Look, I'm not saying don't buy it at the shows. Right. Like everybody can't pre-order it. Right. But never underestimate the importance of pre-ordering. Yeah, because especially as an independent artist, if you're doing it yourself, like and you dropped, you know, two, three, four G's of your own money. Yes. When you getting that money back in the interim before the record even falls, I mean, before the record even drops, then that definitely makes you feel like it was worth the investment because we do this shit for y'all. You know what I'm saying? When we press up vinyl, when we press up CDs, when we do when we, we do this for y'all. I mean, we know what the records sound like. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've like heard we, it a couple we've times. heard it a few times. You know what I'm saying? We wrote the fucking rhymes or made the beats. Yeah, we gonna have the record for the rest of our lives. We already know what it sounds like. We do all the packaging, all of that stuff for y'all. So the least you can do, yes, is you know assist us in getting that investment back. Right, right. It goes a long way. It goes man. a very long and, way. And, and and understand like some people think that like there are artists who do pretty decent on pre-orders but then what you have to understand is with anything it's like when we would do shows back in the day we might get a thousand flyers mm-hmm. we would have to pass out a thousand flyers to get a hundred people out. right 10 percent. yeah it's it's no different when you're talking about pre-orders you're mm-hmm. talking about a very small percentage of the people who follow you on any platform yeah who will engage with you on there talk to you a very small percentage of those people will actually take that step to order it in advance and support to yeah. that extent mm-hmm. and those people are like the fucking mvps because they believe in you when uh, they're the people who don't even have to be they don't have to hear shit right like i don't i don't have to hear a single pre-order yeah that means a lot in a world where people want you got to drop four or five singles <laughs> right to get people's attention right like y'all dropped eight singles off this record and still didn't sell shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's, that's some shit like you dropping mad singles and videos and all this shit costs money mm-hmm. and so like me running around i'm one of those artists who like I, I pour all of the money I make from music back into music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much all I do. So like me being able to do pre-orders allows me to go extra hard on the fucking music videos. Extra me go hard on the packaging and get the, you know what, fuck the black vinyl. We getting the clear vinyl this time. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like that shit is important. And I think people need to know that 
being a, a fan is is cool. You love someone's music, mm-hmm. but when you take the step to to pre-order their album when they announce it, understand that that makes an impression not only uh, with the distributors, mm-hmm. but also with like it helps fund the entire project right. and allows them to keep going and adding on to it so that more people can learn. Yeah, work. So that's number three. We'll take a break. Yeah, bam. <laughs> To all the listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, this is Blueprint here to announce that I have a brand new album titled Two-Headed Monster that will be available on May 22nd, 2018 on Weightless Recordings. The album is produced entirely by yours truly and features guest appearances from a few people that I've wanted to collaborate with for a long time, like Slug of Atmosphere, AC Alone, Mr. Liff, Wordsworth, Superstition, and High Slow. Two-Headed Monster will be the first full-length album that I've released since we've been doing this podcast. So to everybody that listens to us every week and is inspired by or helped by what we do here, I'm asking you to support me and this podcast by pre-ordering your copy of the project right now on waitlist.net. As I like to say, Spread the word about good music socially and support good music financially. As usual, we've got a few different pre-order packages for you to choose from. Whether that's the regular CD version or the deluxe CD package, the regular LP or the deluxe LP package, the regular MP3 or the deluxe MP3 package, or the t-shirt package that comes with a t-shirt and a blueprint lapel pin, something we've never done before, with either the deluxe CD or the vinyl package. Whatever format you need, we got you covered. And just so you know, there will only be 500 copies of the vinyl available and it will be clear vinyl this time. We've done red, we've done orange, we've done blue, and now we're doing clear vinyl. So don't sleep. All pre-orders will ship out to arrive on May 22nd, which is well in advance of the official release date. So, if you're listening to this, head over to waitlist.net right now and order your copy. I'm really proud of this record and 100% confident that you're going to dig it too. To recap, my new solo album, Two-Headed Monster, will be out May 22nd on Waitlist Recordings and is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. Now back to the show. Word. Back in the building. Back in the building. Man, we so consistent. It is wild that we took two weeks off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw the uh, post that Ilpo yeah. posted. <laughs> Every single week with a brand new episode. Yeah. Lies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he tried to call us out. He kind of slipping. We were slipping. Uh, yeah, a little bit. You know, but it, it, hey, man, things happen, man. Yeah, you know. You know. Even the most consistent got to, you know, <sighs> take a break here. Yeah, I mean, even God rested on Sunday. <laughs> Did he not? Did he not? After six days of hard work, you know what I'm saying? Come on, he 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 respected the Sabbath. He took the Sabbath off. <laughs> work. So the gods had to take a couple weeks off. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? The gods are podcasting. Nah, I mean. <laughs> 
So yeah, how to be a better fan. Word. So now we done gave you the first three. We're going to get into number four. And this is one that, uh, you know, I'm sure some people may disagree with me on, mm-hmm. given that, you know, the, the, the new era that we are in terms of right. music. The new wave. Yeah, the new wave and whatnot. But number four way to be a better fan is to buy physical copies of your favorites. Yeah. Now, what I'm, I'm not saying not buy every physical, record. No, don't buy every record. Mm-hmm. But very often artists will either reissue, mm-hmm. repress things that there are their classics. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do them on vinyl. Maybe they'll do a different color. Maybe they'll do like a deluxe edition, remixes, whatever have you. If this is your shit and you're one of those people who don't buy a lot of physical things, mm-hmm. look at this as an opportunity to become a better fan. Yeah. To say, you know what? I know that's not free. I know that costs money. <laughs> right. And typically with artists, you, you know, their newer stuff will be more pushed than their older stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, if you see someone reissuing something or you know it's your classic and you see that joint somewhere, just cop it. Mm-hmm. And know that you copying the physical version uh, helps support in a more direct way than a lot of all the streaming or whatever the fuck you know. Yeah. 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 You know, um, just on April 14th was the 14 year anniversary of Celestial. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. 14 years. 14 years, man. Dang. Yeah, that's an old record. That's Long older time. than all your kids. Isn't yeah, it? pretty, pretty much. Set my oldest. Damn. Two years. Two. He was two when. It's a, <laughs> it still sounds futuristic. Yeah, dude. That, that, shit, dude, is that shit is classic. But when I posted that, it was a lot of cats that was like, "Yo, I never bought this." You know what I'm yeah. saying? So let me. You still selling them? Let me. You know what's your band camp? Let me. See? You know what I'm saying? A lot and a lot of people came in. You know, into the fold and actually bought a physical. That's dope. Because they do have it. They still have it on their iPod or whatever on their computer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. Purchase the physical, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, like that's a perfect opportunity. You know, anniversaries are your classics. Mm-hmm. Support the classics. Yeah. You know, because otherwise, you know, people aren't going to be able to afford to do these things that they do. Right. And many times you see certain records taken off the shelves, especially from independent artists, just because you can't afford to keep certain things in print. Yeah. You can't have everything in your catalog. I mean, especially if you got a big ass catalog. Like, and I have a big ass catalog. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's certain things I have to keep in print, but yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to get vinyl for this and vinyl for that and right. keep nah. printing on that. That shit is not cheap. Not cheap at all. For, you know, once you get five, ten records deep, yeah. nah. It's real. Nah, we ain't got it like that. So so support the physical every now and again. And, and I'm going to add on to that because sometimes if you don't support the physical, I'm going to add that you could buy a damn shirt. Right. Buy something physical. Something physical, right? It doesn't have to be your favorite album, but mm-hmm. something physical every now and then. Because I know we're in an era where streaming is very popular. Mm-hmm. But understand that that percentage of what artists make it doesn't really offset what was lost from some of the physical sales that they were getting. Correct. So feel free, even if you never buy another physical album, to understand, like, you know, let me cop a T-shirt every time I see my man. Mm-hmm. Or let me cop a fucking book. Or let me cop a fucking seat. Or whatever. Let me cop uh, whatever the fuck they got. I mean, a lighter or a coffee right. mug or a, yeah. a, whatever they, they're selling. Cop that shit, but know that that shit goes a long way to becoming a better fan. Yeah, I was I was thinking about for my last for the Lucid Logic product album not doing CDs, yeah. and I posted to my fans like you know I'm thinking about only doing vinyl and digital. And Cass is like, no, do the CDs. It's like, well, buy the fucking CDs. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. If I I'm not you know I'm not pressing CDs for five people. 
No, no. You know what I'm saying? If y'all if y'all want me to continue to press CDs, then y'all need to buy the CDs. Because if I press 100 CDs and only, you know, 15 people buy them. Sounds like a loss to me. Then I'm sitting on, you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. You know, when I can invest that money into the vinyl or into some shirts or into something else. Right. You know, if you really want me to keep pressing CDs, then y'all got to buy the CDs. It's a fact, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I played... Uh what was that uh, Friday night? Uh, yeah, Friday night. It was like vinyl was cracking. Right. Vinyl and books mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. You know, CDs were okay. Right. But like vinyl. And, and I was like, wow, things have certainly changed. Yeah. Because once upon a time. Oh, nah. You couldn't you couldn't get off vinyl. <laughs> nah. It was CDs all day. Yeah. CDs and shirts. He was like, damn, they still making vinyl? Right. Now people come there like, I need the vinyl. I sold out of the vinyl I took. Mm. You know, I, mean, I, I wish I would have brought more. But I think that's kind of just showing the trend that. Uh, people are going back to buying a vinyl. Plus, they get the digital download and mm-hmm. hang it, frame it. They ain't got to listen to it. Right. It just looks and feels different. Yeah. But them supporting is very important. I want y'all to know it's no it's no small thing when you support physical copies of my music because I know, Logic knows, you, we know y'all can get the shit for free. Right. We know this. Mm-hmm. We have to deal with that reality every day. Yes. And so we appreciate when you actually take the step to to support us by buying a physical yeah definitely so that's number four yeah we get to number five man this is a very important one really? highly slept on one how to be a better fan Re- way number five is to stop talking about bad music mm. and instead talk about good music people that you support yes artists you love Every day on Twitter, Facebook, etc., think of how many people are posting constantly mm-hmm. about how this guy sucks, this type of music is trash, rap is dead, you know what I'm saying? Hip hop is dead, we need more of this, we need, you know what I mean? Like they're saying, they're falling to the gossip and all yeah. of this shit. Imagine if all of that shit was replaced with this artist is dope yeah this is another artist you should be supporting and people were posting their music videos or their behind the scenes things or their whatever the fuck they're doing uh freestyle like if you replace that energy of talking about bad music Mm -hmm. with sharing good music man you there would be no cardi b's right the fact that the fact that you're talking about the bad music you're giving fuel to the bad music. Right. No, no publicity is bad publicity, especially no. when you get up in the upper echelon. Because as long as people are talking about you, you're relevant. Right. Whether they're talking about you, good or bad. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, don't fuel the fire. No, don't do it, man. Spend some time talking about good music, man. I, I, I used to try to do. I haven't done it in a while, but I used to do on my blog like the last five albums I've bought. Mm-hmm. But I had like so many like I lost mad like. I had like phone problems and I had like iPod problems to where I, I couldn't keep track of this shit <laughs> yeah, no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the reasons I wanted to do that was to kind of foster the discussion of good music. Mm-hmm. Because especially as artists, you and I, sometimes we'd be scared to talk about music. Right, because you know, we don't want to uh, be hating, you yeah, know what I'm saying? People or, go at us. Oh, you don't like this album? You like this album, but you don't like this album? Right, you know, right. What about this record? Ah, yeah, it yeah. get tricky, so like sometimes we don't like to talk in public. We talk right. amongst each other. Right, of course. But in public, we don't do it, but 
whatever you can do to to foster that discussion about things you actually like i think you'll find that it goes way further mm-hmm. than these discussions because it's easier to, to show somebody to to add something than to try to take some something from someone mm-hmm. so when you're when you're shitting on bad music you're basically trying to take it from someone right. don't listen to that put that down right. and what is it what, human nature is to what oh, i'm gonna go listen to that <laughs> How it couldn't be that bad. Let right. me check it out. Don't smoke weed. <laughs> don't drink. Don't have sex. Right. We, we all know what happened when our parents told us that. Right. So what happens when when we tell motherfuckers, "Yo, this rapper's shitty. This guy's whack." No, you can't take things from people. It's it's easier to add things, mm-hmm. and then hopefully through those good things being added, that person will see the contrast and the difference between what they were doing before and say, "You know what? This is something I like. Let me keep this in my life and let right. me do a little bit less of that." Right. And so that's what we want y'all to do with, with with our music or anything that you're a fan of, whether you're into comic books, whether you're into, you know, movies, whatever your hobbies are or whatever your interests lie in, make a conscious effort to talk about good things, mm-hmm. uh, things that are worth uh, sharing as opposed to things that are deplorable and whack and hot garbage. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> So that's number that was five. Five? five. Oh, oh shit, let's take one more break and we'll be right back. Word. Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet earth is to support our music as you know illogic and i are artists we both put out albums illogic makes albums buy his albums i make albums and books anytime you support our music you are supporting the making of the show you can find my music books and t-shirts at weightless.net that's the word weightless.net Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. 
I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Break. Yo, son, it's time. Yo, yo, black is word. Word. I mean, you ought to be running a metal for this shit. It's time, kid. Yeah, it's time. Okay. Number six. The hot button issue of all hot <laughs> button <laughs> issues. I don't know if fans really care about this one, though. Yeah, they, you know what I'm they, they're not tripping. They they they're more into the convenience of it. But go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I had a conversation. I was talking to uh, uh, DJ Billy's about this mm-hmm. uh, and and the homie Ki in uh, Oregon the other day. And uh, somehow we were talking about. I don't know if it was streaming, but but the, basically I was like, yo, when faced with the choice of doing what's right or what's convenient, people typically choose what's convenient. Truth, unless what's right is also convenient truth (laughs) (laughs) all bars and if you understand that you understand streaming yeah yeah (laughs) it's like what's right and then what's convenient Mm -hmm. like right to us is that you support us in the ways that helped us make the most money right but right to this it's not like it's illegal right to, to yeah, there's streaming. a streaming service. I pay a premium, right? You know, a monthly premium, so I can do this. Yes, easier, right? So I can walk around with all the music that I ever wanted right. in my whole life. Yes, on my phone, <laughs> right? Have to download nothing, right? You know, and so it changes everything because yes. the convenience factor is so fucking high mm-hmm. that appeals to what's right are falling on deaf ears. Right. They really don't even matter anymore. So right. like you said, yeah, people ain't tripping off that shit. They're nah. like, bruh, this shit is too convenient. <laughs> I'm about to listen to your music right now. Your whole doop, album. Doop, doop. Yep. All your All albums, your records. They're right here. Yep. Did you not allow them to be here? I'm seeing this on my phone. Why are you so mad? If you don't want them there, why don't you take them off? Right. Because as long as they're there. They I'm will, going in. Yes. They will be easy. Right. And I will be listening. Right. <laughs> Right. So yeah, man. Like, yes, this one is this is number six, man. And and the way to be a better fan is not to not stream. Right. But to understand that streaming in and of itself does not support artists as much as other ways. Yeah. And so that that's very important because this is a discussion we've had on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But we've never done like a whole episode about it. Right. But I, th- I, I it's important that people know because some people will say they'll they'll think that. It's all the same mm-hmm. because, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of figures that show that, like, what, like eighty percent or ninety percent of Spotify's users are free. Yeah. You know, they just mm-hmm. get the ads or whatever. They still listen to everything. They never yeah. pay a dime. So, yeah. just think about that in terms of 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 the business model that we're asking to support artists. Mm-hmm. It's changing and. I'm not saying don't stream because hey man that shit it is, still does it's convenient yeah it's, it's convenient and it still does throw some money in our pocket yeah, here right and there. we get you know paid, what I'm saying we get paid saying? something a even, little even though it's crumbs yeah you're right right you know what and they give us a little something right. it's very pimpish the deal but <laughs> it's a deal right right what's important is that understand that yeah that's for convenience but when you're ready to really take it there mm-hmm. um, there are other avenues that are better yeah much better 
And so, uh, you know, that's that's you can be a better fan that way, man. Yeah, please do. Yeah. So that's number six. Yeah. Okay. Now we got the last one. Last joint. And this is probably the easiest yes. way to become a better fan. And this is number seven. And the seventh way to be a better fan is to share. Share. Discuss. Mm-hmm. Right. Sharing and discussion. We talk about it all the time how. There's not enough time. A lot of artists will burn themselves out trying to be everywhere at once. Right. Promoting, mm-hmm. yo, do this, yo, RSVP to my show, dog. You know, right. you can't. You don't have enough time in a day to get everybody who fucks with you to to do that, mm-hmm. right? And even the people who don't even know you but like what you do, you don't have enough time. But what sharing does is it allows the discussion to you of you and what you do to be had without you being there. Right. You don't have to do all the heavy lifting. So when a fan says, you know what, I'm going to share Blueprint's video today, that does things more. I can't do that. Right. Because you don't know all the people that they know. Right. You don't know everybody. You may not even be friends with them. Yeah. No idea. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, like, understand, like, that's one of the most important things you can do is to share that. Like you said earlier, costs you nothing. Mm -hmm. Whether you see the Super Duty Tough Work podcast or SoundCloud, Mm -hmm. share the link. The fans we have now are because of that. Yeah, for real. People literally just sharing and 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 the word of mouth of what we do every week mm-hmm. is what has gotten us the fan base that we got now. Right. Because it's not like we we're out here promoting this shit every day. Right. Sometimes we just post the episodes and we got to go back to doing what we do. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Right. Like you got to go to work. I got to fucking make rap music. You know what I <laughs> mean? But I'm not sitting there posting the thing every day because you know we just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. But because our fans support us and are willing to help us mm-hmm. with the heavy lifting we are able to grow yeah and we're able to grow at a rate that we never would have been able to grow at on our own oh no not at all so whether you are sharing it that's hella important and mm-hmm. in the discussion part when you see like conversations about this shit whether it's on the soundcloud page mm-hmm. whether it's on you know twitter yeah. whether it's on instagram Feel free to jump in, weigh yeah. in, yeah. toss your two cents in there. Yeah, join a discussion. Right, because we are we are present in those right those platforms. We talk too. Right, we talk too. We talk back. We kick it with you. So like, you know, uh, it's different because a lot of artists don't participate like that. But mm-hmm. we're there, and and it's just like anything. When you go to someone's SoundCloud page and there's no comments on none of their songs, <laughs> subconsciously you think nobody's fucking with them right exactly you think that exactly you think they are not as valuable as the person who has interaction and comments there so what i'm saying is that for you all to value the certain things you value um sometimes it's cool to to join in a discussion even if you ain't got that much to say just hop in just to say yo yeah i like that that part's dope yeah i do that or i disagree or whatever the fuck because all of it counts towards making these algorithms that punish us for lack of participation help us yes and so and that's the thing we just don't want to be punished for lack of participation (laughs) right we know we got fans out there yeah we know we got fans we know we got engagement we just want them to know like hey this is not just about our ego Mm -hmm. you know personally i'm not tripping but i know that once we're on these platforms how they decide to show your podcast other people Mm -hmm. to recommend your tweet to other people to make certain things visible to make your posts more visible on facebook this is all about engagement those who have engagement are rewarded those who lack it are penalized definitely and so the way to be a better fan is to engage yeah and all of this, the whole list is really about engagement. That's really it. I mean, from the f- from the first one to this one, it's about engagement. Being a better fan means engaging 
you know, being part of the discussion about your favorite artist with everybody sharing their stuff, buying copies of things, pre-ordering, you know, all of that stuff is about engagement is about interaction because we're giving. Yeah. So, you know, we want to have a reciprocal relationship with our fans. Yeah. Most most artists do totally, and 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 please note most of the stuff that we talked about on here costs you nothing. Yeah, Straight I up. mean obviously buying tickets in advance, mm-hmm. pre-ordering albums, or buying a physical copy of your favorite album. Those do, but option number one, Facebook didn't cost you anything. RSVPing, mm-hmm. uh, talking about good music, mm-hmm. understanding streaming, and sharing or discussing that costs you nothing. Nothing at all. And I think those are the things that that people may misunderstand they may not understand how important they are right so those of you who are doing those things you know what i'm saying we appreciate you definitely and every artist appreciates you or every business appreciates you because it's not really about us specifically but it's about being a better fan because we need to do some of these things ourselves too you know what i'm saying yeah straight up (laughs) a lot of this stuff on this list i need to be better at yeah you know so yeah so i'm gonna read these back real quick and we'll get out of here so uh how to be a better fan Number one, RSVP to Facebook events. Number two, buy tickets in advance. Number three, pre-order an album if there is one. Number four, buy a physical copy of your favorite album. Number five, stop talking about bad music. (laughs) Share the good music that you like. Uh, Number six, understand the, the value of streaming versus the other platforms in terms of the payout for artists. And number seven, share and discuss yeah and realize that you as a better fan helps us be better artists that's a fact that's a fact it, it incentivizes everything yeah. it keeps the cycle going know what i mean you know what i'm saying and so uh yeah that's it how to be a better artist and uh how to be a better fan oh shit <laughs> fuck. i just spaced out on that one didn't i I'm rusty. We've been gone for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, but how to be a better fan. Maybe we'll do a, a follow up called How to Be a Better Artist. Yeah. Maybe that's, you know, maybe I didn't fuck that up. Maybe yeah. I meant to do that. Segway. Yeah, Segway. <laughs> next week. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. (laughs)